0: It's the Indie, indie A-F 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 Quiz Show.
1: Sorry about the
0: theme tune. <sighs> yeah. Welcome to Indie, indie A-F, 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 AF AF The Quiz. With me, Sarah Golding. Hello. So get your implements of choice ready to write down your answers. There are not three, not seven, not nine, but eight rounds. And let's get on with it, shall we? Here's dramatic music, what I made up. With my bits that make things up. Grr. Round one. Wooden overcoat special. Yeah, et cetera. My, 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 my. It's not a question, it's a statement. In this round, there is one point for each full person named, unless stated by me. Half-person person Half name are not allowed no, 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 no points. Question one. Who played the brother and sister running fun funerals in wooden overcoats? Question two. What are their character names, including their surname? Question 3. Who wrote a majority of and script edits for other guest writers of the Wovercoat Scripts? Legend in a velvet court. Question 4. What was the name of the chocolate made by Antigone in Sweet, Sweet Taste of Death? Mm. Question 5. Who played Madeline, the narrator? That was terrible. In the recent live show beamed also live online from the London Podcast Festival in 2021. I was there, I was laughing with with Maximilian John and Karim Crompley. I was like jam between some beautiful sandwiches. Question six. What's the name of the radio station on the island DJed by Jennifer Delacroix? Beautiful, proper Scottish accent there. Question seven. Which of these folks did not... Write an episode of Wooden Overcoats, but maybe should. Lauren Shippen, Gabrielle Abina, Alex Lynch, Shannon K. Perry. Question eight. Who plays Captain Sodbury? And bonus question. I think I love him a bit. What is the name of his hilarious trio? What make funny audio dramas and were in Gutted the Musical, which I saw in about 2008 at the Edinburgh Festival and should be resurrected because he was brilliant. There's so many people in it that were brilliant. So, question. Who played Captain Sodbury? And bonus question worth one point. What's the name of his hilarious trio that he makes comedy audio with? I think we've all gone off into babies or something. I have heard from him for a bit. Question nine. Name both Wooden Overcoats producers of the show because they are amazing. Okay, so there's a possible 13 points. Unlucky for some available for this nine questioned round. Why wow, the nine questions. Why not? Here are the answers. <laughs> Question one. Who played the brother and sister running fun funerals? Of course, it is the beautiful and amazing Felix Trench and Beth Eyre. Question two. What are their character names, including their surname Rudyard and Antigone Fun? With a few N's, just for fun. Who wrote a majority of and script edits for other guest writers of the Rovercoats script? Of course, it's David K. Barnes, otherwise known as Velvet Barnes, written on Doctor Who in all sorts. I've got a good feeling this fella's gonna go even further. I love everything he does. Write more, please, David. Write more. Question four. The name of the chocolate made by Antigone in Sweet Sweet Taste of Death was... Yes, Memento Mori. Question five who played Madeline, the narrator in the recent live show, being also live online from the London Podcast Festival in 2021, it was the beauteous Alice Osmansky, who has appeared in other episodes too, as such gorgeous characters as Calliope, Calliope, Calliope. I've forgotten how to say it, but you get the gist. Question six. What is the name of the radio station on the island, DJed by Jennifer Delacroix? Piffling FM, of course it is. I'm not going to do a jingle, don't worry. Question seven. Which of these folks did not write an episode of the overcoats but maybe should it was of course Shannon K Perry Get to it. There's no time, it's all finished. But never mind, you could have, here's what you could have won. The other folks, Lauren Shippen, Gabrielle Urbina and Alex Lynch are all stellar, beauteous people, and you should go and listen to all of the things they do, if you haven't already. Question eight, who plays Captain Sodbury? I actually love this fella, I fell in love with him. He's called Tom Tuck, T-H-O-M-T-U-C-K. And the bonus question answer, what is the name of his hilarious trio what make funny audio dramas and were in Gutted, the musical which I saw in about 2008 and should be resurrected because it's brilliant? Of course, it's the Penny Dreadfuls. They're amazing. Hunt them down. You'll love them. Honestly, really good. Question I Name both producers of the show because they are amazing. I'm imagining them in beautiful gold tight-fitting suits right now. Andy Goodard and John Wakefield. Super. How did you do? Out of 13. Ping me on at quirky voices on the Twitters and let me know. Dun, dun, dun. That's the theme tune for round two the general knowledge. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry, if you can't put up with me doing this, I'm, I apologise. Question 1. Who produces We're Alive? If you don't know that, where the hell have you been? Question two. Who wrote a majority of Wolf 359 for Kinda Evil Genius Productions? Legend. Absolute legend. I think an anagram of that is I Am Brilliant at Writing. That's the anagram of that person's name. Um, it's not. Actually, it's not. Question three. World Audio Drama Day is on which date in October to coincide with the anniversary of I can't say the word anniversary, to coincide with the anniversary release of War of the Worlds by that fellow you may have heard of, Orson Wells. And do check out the 11th hour audio for horror lovers here. Uh, It's uh, created throughout October and released on World Audio Drama Day to celebrate all that is good in collaborating together. Question four. Name the audio production company run by Fiona Nathrail. Absolute legend. If you haven't found the work yet, you're going to love it. Go check it out when you know what the production company is if you don't know it already, which you should. Slap yourself if you don't. No, don't. No violence. Never get on with the questions. Question five. Amongst other awesome successes who produced the radio version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the 80s and Sandman in 2021. If you haven't listened, you should. It's my voice that I can do a little bit if you need it for your productions. I'm available on at Sarah of Golding on the Twitters and quirkyvoices at gmail.com. Question six. What's the catchphrase offered up during Bright Sessions by Lauren Shippen's character? Stay what? Stay something. Stay hmm. Stay... Stay... What's the word? Stay something. Question seven. Name two interview style or host-led discussion podcasts that help folks make any aspect of audio drama like my own one, what is called Indie AF. I mean, there's loads. I try and make a few of them myself. Google me, see what happens. <laughs> yes, of course, this quiz is a little ego massage. Can't forgive a girl for trying. Question eight. Name the husband and wife team who wrote Victoriousity first and last names will do although of course potentially being married they do potentially share the same last name question nine what is the name of x's ship in girl in space oh that sarah ray one is just delightful i think if you haven't found right now which is a brilliant podcast of us or uh, of course girl in space and all the myriad of characters she creates, just go google her and, and enjoy it's amazing very inspiring question 10 what do the letters H Z stand for? If you see it on your door interface, or H Z for those amongst you who don't speak English like what well, I do. <laughs> bonus question: Who is Cam Kanda? Does anyone know? I think it might be the Amelia, the Amelia Project team. All of them, possibly. I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. There's no point of that question because I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, bonus question with no points. Hopefully, you've all achieved that. So general knowledge. I forgot what the sounder was into it. Who produces? We're alive. Of course. It's me. No, I wish it was. <laughs> Don't we all wish we'd done that? It's Casey Wayland who was interviewed, uh, my second guest on Indie AF. Go listen to that, how he made it. It's an absolute inspiring legend. And it's really scary. So you might have to hug a cushion round get one for each year if you get a bit scared two who wrote a majority of wolf 359 for kind of evil genius productions yes it was of course gabrielle abina absolute legend wrote unseen as long amongst other people is sarah shackett and works with gorgeous zach valenti (laughs) who i would mind having a cup of tea with question three then distract yourself sir world audio drama day is on which date in october of course It's the 30th, isn't it? Not Halloween. No. Although, technically, October the 30th would be Halloween for a short while if it was, you know, after uh, 7am in England and midnight in America or something. Hashtag. Hashtag I hit time zones. Mm. Question four. Name the audio production company run by Fiona Thrail. Well, of course, yes, it's Dashing Onions. She's just started to release a beauteous podcast called Perfect Retreat. It's about folks who won a competition to go onto an isolated Scottish island who are urged to create. It's great. Go listen. Amongst other awesome successes, huge successes, we owe a lot to this fella, I think, who produced the radio version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the 80s and Sandman in 2021. It's the gorgeous bearded, drumming, dark, mags, Go check out all of his back catalogue. I mean, it will take you a few decades, I think, to, to listen to everything. But it's just the myriad of wonderful shows he's been involved in is super and really nice to see him at the London Podcast Festival this year, supporting us indie folks. Come on, indies. Question six. What's the catchphrase offered up during Bright Sessions by Lauren a Thing I live by and you can probably tell by this particular podcast. Stay strange. Say strange people. Name two interview, style, or host-led discussion podcasts, I asked for question seven, that help folks make any aspect of audio drama like Indie AF. Well, of course, you could have AdWit, Mediva, the Audio Drama Hub podcast, the Audio Drama Production podcast, Enthusiasm. I mean, there's, there's lots, but especially... I want to point you towards AdWit for writers, Mediva podcast for voice actors... The Audio Drama Hub podcast for creators, writers and all folks who make stuff. And the Audio Drama Production podcast for that too. Uh, Enthusiasm is, I think, some bit behind a Patreon wall, but there are things that have been released from the gorgeous Rusty Quill Facts. So go go check those creative chataramas out. Eight! Name the husband and wife team who wrote Victoriosity. Oh, yes, it's two of my favourite people in the world. I can still remember seeing them for the first time at the London Podcast Festival a good couple of years ago, before they'd even released Victoriosity. Of course, it's Chris and Jen Sugden. You're legends. We want more! Question nine. What is the name of X's ship in Girl in Space? Yes, it is the Kavatica they whisper it all over podcast land question 10 what do letters h z h z wherever you're from stand for if you see it on your door interface well of course it's Hertz, H-E-R-T-Z, and if you didn't know, the symbol H-Z is the derived unit of frequency in the International System of Units, brackets S-I, and is defined as one cycle per second. Did you know it was named after Heinrich Rudolf Hertz, who lived from 1857 all the way to 1894? Clever sausage, the first person to provide conclusive proof of the existence of electromagnetic waves. We owe a lot to Mr. Hertz. Let's have a woo-woo for Mr. Hertz. woo woo Bonus question, who is Camcander? I have no piggin' idea. Will someone tell me? Tweet me on at Quirky Voices, at Sarah of Golding. Who is it? I bet that Anseen sloane has got an idea about who it might be. <gasps> we're on to round three. Oh my God, God it's round, round three. three. Yes, we're on to round three. Fill in the blanks. Question one. The Blank Blank Project takes place every October and horror shows are shared on World Audio Drama Day. If you've listened to any of this so far, you might glean what the Blank Blank might be. Question two. Elaine's Blank for the Blank might have you cooking up some fun. Sorry, you've given away a word. Silly sod. Question three. Edict Blank is the name of the brilliant movie for your ears podcast written and produced and just made glorious by Jack Blank. Oh, what's his name? Question four. My audio production company, Housing Medeva, Anyone for Coffee, Bogies and Ghoulies, Madcap, and more, is called Blank Blank. Question five. Someone blank in this blank is an anthology horror show not to be missed, the premise of which is genius. It's genius. I love it. Okay, that's the end of questions. Four. Real free. Fill, Fill in the, the blanks. the answers. <laughs> hey, question one. The 11th Hour Project takes place every October and horror shows are shared on World Audio Drama Day. Question two. Elaine's Cooking for the Soul might have you cooking up some fun. (laughs) It's a great podcast, go listen. Edict Zero is the name of the brilliant movie for your ears podcast written and produced by Jack Kincaid. K-I-N-C-A-I-D. Absolutely. Go, go binge, it's just glorious. Question four My audio production company, housing with anyone for coffee, brogies and ghoulies, madcap and more is called. Yes, quirky voices, isn't it? It's what I do. <laughs> Question six There isn't one. Question five Someone blank in this blank. Is an anthology horror show not to be missed? Of course. It's Someone Dies in This Elevator from the lovely Talmania and Colin J. Kelly. That's the end of a blank, blankety blank round of blankness. How did you do? I don't even know how many that's out of. I think you just get one point per question right, OK? So you have to get all of it right. The whole question right to get a point. And if you didn't get Kincaid but you got zero, you can have half a point. Oh, sorry, you're making the rules very complicated. No, I'm just trying to keep it simple. Round four round four. you know it's round, it round, round 4 you know its you know it okay you know its round 4 now. Um, theme tunes. One point for the show. Two points. If you can name the composer. What show is this from? <gasps> Number one. Okay, what show, it's a horror show, what show is this from? Great fun. It's an anthology show, just to give you a clue. It's a horror show. It's another little clue. Okay, number three. Which show is this from, then? Hmm? Can you tell me? Huh? show has this theme tune that sounds like this. listening you're doing very well well done uh, and finally for number five which show is this from <laughs> It is. You know what that one's from. I don't even have where am I doing that. Shut up. Okay. Now bonus question. Bonus question music. This next piece is worth five points. Ugh. It's from the Amelia Project crossover episode for the World Audio Drama Day a few years ago. I'd like you to name the composer and all of the shows that were in this World Audio Drama Day mashup. Off you go. of composers in in the absolute world actually i've got to say like you know if someone said composers i'd go it might start all right and and you know like a bit of chopin now and then a bit of um maybe a bit of barbara of seville just for fun but um freddie baby frederick barden yeah it's amazing employ him for your your composing um along with folks like katie seaton tom rory parsons oh my gosh there's so many brilliant people who can compose ask me if you want uh, recommendations ping me a message i've given you the details it's on the show notes Just ask. Point you in some wonderful directions. So, theme tunes. One point for your show. Two points if you can name the composer. So, Oz9 was the first one. Composer is John Faley. Number two, SCP Archives. Yes, Pacific Obadiah is a legend. The Showrunner there. Uh, But it was composed by the ever brilliant Tom Rory Parsons. Number three, The Orphans theme tune. Well, of course... Was James Barbarossa, who also plays Jeffrey, with such relish. It's a great podcast. I think they've gone more into roleplay games like Realm and Vale, but I have a feeling the orphans will be back at some point, somehow. Because I know Zachary's written it, because <laughs> so I've seen some squares, and it's been. Very- so this quiz is going to end up six hours long if you don't get on with it. Yes, the next one was, of course, Mockery Manor. One of my favourite podcasts of the last year or two by the brilliant Lindsay Sharman and, of course, Lawrence Owen. And the theme tuned by Lawrence Owen. If you haven't checked out the other Longcap Media productions, well, do, they're now part of the Fable and Fully Network, which is also worth a look at for all their glorious wares of fantastic podcasts. There's so much in there something for every day of the week something for every color of the rainbow they should put that on the, the publication now sorry this is i'm not doing very well at this quiz am i it's not going very swiftly sorry okay the final one of course was a scottish podcast and kevin hartnell did the music you can find him on kevin hartnell a Scottish podcast from the wonderful Matthew McLean and Robert Cudmore, who I absolutely adore and I'm afraid are partly responsible for me jumping in on this audio fiction world, so blame them if you don't like me. Um, <laughs> Amelia Project Crossover, of course, by the wonderful Frederick Barden, had four different shows in, as well as, of course, the show itself. So I said this was worth five, but it's actually worth six. One point for Frederick Barden and one for Girl in Space. Love and Luck Podcast, Victoriosity, and, drumroll, Alba Salix, <laughs> as well as, of course, The Amelia Project itself. Congrats, that was absolute absolutely legendary crossover. And do check out all of the works from Amelia Project. Every episode is sublime. Round five, who wrote this? Round, Round four, five, five, who, who wrote, wrote this? this? I'm so sorry, I haven't done jingles. I just haven't had time. Who wrote this? Number one. Oz9 is a comedy podcast in its third season now with a hint to there being a bit more to come. Who wrote it? Question two, who wrote the message and life after? Question three, who wrote Y2K? That's fifty-two episodes, one every week for a year that this person made. Who is this person? And how are they so amazing? Also, do listen to season two, which is just about to finish in the next week. Question four, who wrote majority of side questing? the main writer on side questing? Absolute Ledge they also help me out on at Audio Auditions on Twitter which I do randomly run with them thank you for helping me do that <laughs> question five is who created rather than wrote because it was a collaborative effort but who created Circles produced by Jack Bowman lovely fella in 2020 go listen to his Mediva episode I did with him chatting all things directing actors it's, a, it's an insight and a half here are the answers now, now, five, who, who wrote, wrote this? this? Who wrote? Oz9. Of course, it's Shannon K. Perry. Absolute legend. Hello, Shannon. You're amazing. How are you doing in the quiz? You all right? <laughs> Question two. Who wrote? The Message and Life After. Well, of course, it's one of my favourite writers in the whole world. I did have a chance to speak to him on the Audio Drama Production podcast years ago, so do check that episode out, because he's wondrous. Yes, it is. Of course. Mac Rogers. Also, out his newest podcast. Absolutely brilliant. Y2K, number three, was written by the absolute legendary Karen Heimdall of Sweden. I met Karen in about 2018 I think. She came to my medieval workshop on voice acting and look at her now. She's much more successful than I am. (laughs) Question four. Side questing was written by the absolute legend Talmanir. Now please do check out and look for Tal's works and sharing of good practice in articles on Medium and so much more. It's hugely helpful and influential in getting people to think a little bit deeper about how we work collaboratively and beautifully in the audio drama space, the audio fiction space. So thanks, Tal. You're amazing. Question five. Who created Circles? Well, it was Brendan Connolly. I feel like his name should be sung. Brendan Connolly. <laughs> I already did that, but yeah, it was also co-written by James Field and James Macdonald. But you don't get bonus points; you just get a big cuddle from them if they ever meet you. Well done, the no Jameses. Okay, we're on to round six. It's the oh, mm, Foley round. I don't know what those noises. Were. Listen to this short extract compiled by the wonderful Ellie Maitland, who has worked for Wildclaw Theatre and Death Scribe, written Fidget, a podcast I produced and acted in for the 11th Hour audio project a few years ago, and countless things for Death Scribe. It's one of the best Foley folks in the world. If you need someone to do your Foley workshop, online or in person, Employ Ellie Maitland of Chicago. Beautiful city. I don't think I've ever been. A bit of Chicago pizza doesn't count. So the question sir. What? What are the components of sound that make up this sound effect? So I'm after the individual items, the things that were utilised to make this sound effect. And what is the sound effect meant to be? Get your thinking caps on. I will play it twice. Here is the first time of playing it. Here we go.
1: Hi, Sarah and friends. Ellie Maitland here. I'm a Foley artist down in Chicago with Locked Into Vacancy Entertainment and Wildclaw theaters Describe. I've got a little sound combination to play for you. Can you tell me what story these sounds are telling and how to make them? Let's give it a shot.
0: I mean, I said I was going to play it twice, but I mean, you could just rewind it, couldn't you? Because it's a podcast. But hey, you know, we're pretending it's live. (laughs) I'd be sacked if it was live, I know. So here's the second play. What are the components of this sound effect? And what is it meant to be? is five points if
1: you're right and here is the wonderful Ellie Maitland to tell you if you got it right a sound f- okay can you guess what sound that would be in a radio play or a movie and how would we make it let's break it down step by step there are five materials that go into creating this sound effect here are materials one and two working together here's material number three Here's number four. And here's number five. Did you get it? If you guessed that the sound effect was starting a campfire, then great job! The five items that went into creating the sound were sandpaper, a wooden chopstick, human breath, cellophane, and bubble wrap. I bet you can find all of these items at home and give it a shot yourself. If you're ever interested in seeing videos of me creating more sound effects, you can search the hashtag #noiseparty on Twitter. That's spelled N-O-I-Z-E-P-A-R-T-Y. Thanks, Sarah, for inviting me to play today. I hope you're all staying safe! Round 7. Who played who? Question
0: 1. Who played Sally Grisham in Ars Paradoxica? Question 2. Who plays Kilner in WeFix Space Junk? Question 3. Who plays Jesse and Donna and possibly other characters we don't know of yet in Oz Nine? Question four: Who plays Jane in a Scottish podcast? Question five: Who played Doug Eiffel in Wolf Three Five Nine? I love him. Question six: Who plays Doctor Chronomia? Never know how I say that in the Chronomia Chronicles and is found as a regular in No Sleep podcast. English pub. Listen to that. You'll love it. Question seven. Who played Perry in Far Meridian? Question eight. Who plays the interviewer in Amelia Project? Question nine. Who plays Byron in the Byron Chronicles? Legend. Question ten. Who played almost every single character in Attention Hellmart Shoppers? And should make more of it, please. To make more. Bonus question to go with question ten. For three points. Don't know why. It's only... Two words in it. Name the character I played in Attention, Helmut Shoppers, in full. What was her name? What did she do? What was she like? If you haven't listened to it, by the way, just go listen. It's a great fun show. Attention, Helmut Shoppers. Here are the answers. Okay, answers. Round seven. Round seven. Who, play, who? who played Sally Grisham in our paradoxical of the brilliant Brimstone Valley Mar? Oh gosh, and so many more shows. Kristen Di Mercurio. legend. Question two. Who plays Kilner? We face space junk. <laughs> we fix space junk. It's the absolutely legendary Beth Crane who writes it to Aaron headley legends of the british audio drama scene question three who plays jesse and donna in Oz nine well it's the amazing bonnie bruntley i don't know where i rolled that out, oh, sorry about that question four who plays jane in a scottish podcast fiona thrale of course it is question five who played doug eiffel in wolf three five nine yes it's zach valenti who plays Dr. Chronomia in the Chronomia Chronicles and is found as a regular in No Sleep podcast. Of course, it is the effervescent and multi voiced Erica Sanderson. I had a great chat to her on Mediva. Go hunt it down and find out how we create our wonderful, fun character voices because we, we love a bit of a, a character voice, me and Erica. Question seven Who played Perry in Far Meridian? I love that. If you ever want a, a Zen podcast, listen to that. It's the wonderful Eli Brazza. I'm sorry for saying him wrong. Question eight. Who plays the interviewer in Amelia Project? Oh, gorgeous fella, Alan Bergon. I've never not seen him looking dapper. Oh no, is that negative? I've never seen him when he hasn't looked amazing. <laughs> Question nine. Who plays Byron in the Byron Chronicles? Yes, it's David Holt. Ten. Who played almost every single character in Attention Hallmark Shoppers and should make more? It's... Thoreau, smiley. Oh, please make more Thoreau. We miss you from the audio fiction scene. Well, I do anyway. And I played Melinda Ash, who was very slightly annoying, which I see is actually maybe a theme amongst all the characters I start to play. Now I'm thinking about it. Okay, okay. I lied about there being eight rounds. There's <laughs> only seven, and this one is a popery double, double, double point snapperama. Yeah. Exciting, isn't it? So, pen poised, fingers ready to type, or if you're writing in blood on the walls or chalk on the uh, chalkboard, get ready. Question one boom, 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 boom. Name one character played by Bob Killian in Mission Rejected. Question two In the black tapes, what is the full name of the reporter? Two names. One name. Second name. Question three Who plays Madame Stephanie St. Clair, the Harlem Queen? Question four. What connects General Fredericks in Starship Iris? Minister Osham in the Orphans? Selena Abane in Escape? Mrs. Sheffield in Osnine? Karen in Tunnels? Marion in Edict Zero. And Drunk Helen in a Scottish Podcast. You don't know that. This is good. Go listen, go find them. Number five. Who wrote and starred in Seen and Not Heard Podcast? Question six. Name one of the glorious folks who are the main creative force behind Fable and Folly Network. Oh, God, they're gorgeous, these two. Question seven. For half a point each, name two of the audio fiction shows those folks produce. Hmm. A good few to choose from. Question eight. Which husband and wife team run shows under their company name Fool and Scholar? Again, beautiful people, legends, such quality stuff coming out of that. Question nine. Name one audio show they made. Name one audio show they made. Name one audio drama. Oh, they're all again Stella shows question 10 what is the name of my new interview podcast where I in interview amazing creatives who make audio fiction about their creative processes and more <laughs> yeah, sorry I've got to get publicity in somehow right question 11 who makes the zany comedy bells in the bat free what's his name legend. I laugh out loud because it's just fun. Question 12. Which uber-talented individual has a gazillion shows under 19 Nocturne Boulevard and runs ad underscore infinitum on the Twitters to promote audio drama The Legend? Question 13. Name a hashtag used on the second day of the weekend to promote audio fiction. Mm. Question 14. Who wrote and produced Boom, Apollyon and Margaritas and Donuts amongst other shows? Including Mm. Artemis. Question 15. Name the horror writing competition offered up by Wildclaw Theatre annually. Question 16. Name one audio fiction show made by Rusty Quill. (gasps) Legends. British audio fiction legends. Leaders in the ways of how to do things. (laughs) Find their shows. See what they do. Copy what they do. Well, not copy it, but copy their methods. And uh, yeah, see if you're successful as they are. It's all about business. Question 17, who plays Walter Troubled Mix and who plays Whitney in What's the Frequency? <laughs> Two of my favourite pals. I love working with them. Could someone write something I can be in with something with them again. Question 18, who plays Clara Entwistle in Victoriosity? Uh, absolute ledge. Also worked with a Dash and quirky in the same year James Oliver was in town. Played a glorious character with him. Here, Here are the answers. answers. Okay, round seven, your answers. Name one character played by Bob Killian in Mission Rejected. Will you have any of these? Most notably, the Admiral. <laughs> the Admiral, security guy, Archie Grant, and of course, Noam Chomsky. In the black tapes, what is the full name of the reporter? Question two Alex Regan, who is also played by Laurie Henry. You didn't have to put that bit, but I thought I'd just tell you because voice actors' names are important. Question three Who plays Madame Stephanie St. Clair in Harlan Queen? Of course, it's Gabrielle Adkins. Absolutely brilliant, stunning performance on that. Should win all the awards. Has, as far as I'm concerned. Question four What connects General Fredericks, Minister Orsham, Selena Abhain, Mrs. Sheffield, Karen, Marion, and Drunk Helen? Well, it's me, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sorry about that. I have to honk horns now and then. And if you need me for anything else, just hit me up. My rates are reasonable. Question five. Who wrote and starred in seen and not heard podcast, the inimitable Caroline Minx? Also involved in a plethora of other fantastic productions. Go check them out. Absolutely brilliant. Question six. Name one of the glorious folks who are the main creative forces behind Fable and Folly Network. I have to sigh when I think about these folks because they're so generous with their time, energies and advice and just sharing glorious things. It's Eli McElveen and Sean Howard. Love you, folks. Question seven. Any of their shows you could name include Alba Salix, The End of Time and Other Bothers, Axe and Crown, Civilised, DM to GM. Oh, well done. If you got two out of those, super. Half a point each. Question eight. Which husband and wife team run shows under their company name Fool and Scholar? Travis, Vengroff and Caitlin Stats. The legends have just done a move across the pond. I hope you're having fun out there in Germany, folks. I'd love to come and share a table with steins on it. One day. Uh, <laughs> yes, and name one or do drama show they make. Well, you could go from Vast Horizon, White Vault, Liberty, Vigilance. Oh, gosh, there's so many amazing super shows that they make. Hunt them down. Listen to them all. I mean, Dark Dice, didn't they get to, uh, some, some fella who's been in some Jurassic Park filming recently? Um, I think he was already did well, he done well that son for that voice acting. Yeah, I mean, I'd think about employing him and all. Okay, number ten. What's the name of my new interview podcast? Of course, it's Indie mm-hmm. AF. F-F-F-F. Question eleven: Who makes the zany comedy "Bells in the Bat Free"? It's John Bell. Which uber talented individual has a gazillion shows under nineteen Nocturne Boulevard and runs ad infinitum on the Twitters? It's the wondrous Julie Hoverson. Hello, Julie. Listen, if you haven't looked at Julie's back catalogue, you've got a treat coming. There's anime, manga, horror, comedy. Oh, gosh, you name it. Julie's done it. <laughs> so, yeah, go check out Julie's work at 19 nocturn I think, on Twitter. Question 13. Name a hashtag used on the second day of the weekend to promote audio fiction. Well, hashtag Audio Fiction Sunday. Or audio drama sunday i especially enjoy bob raymond's stuff to listen to so thanks bob for sharing those and anyone else who's pinging out things that they've listened to it's a wonderful way to help the community grow and find things so if you've listened to stuff and you'd like to share what you love on indiaf there's a short segment where i ask folks for their top five recommendations it doesn't have to be of this week it can be of all time if you want but i just want people to be able to find other folks shows and thought this is an opportunity to try at least to give some folks some reach so send your top five recommendations to quirkyvoices at gmail.com or check out the Indie AF site on Anchor by clicking on the message button on the Anchor site. You can also leave me a message and I can put that into the podcast. Question 14. Who wrote and produced Boom, Apollyon and Margaritas and Donuts? Yes, it's the wondrous Faith McQuinn, a recent guest on Indie AF. Absolute legend. Go check out all her works. She's writing more furiously right now. I think I can hear her. write. I can, I can smell the smoke coming off her tappy fingers. Question 15. Name the horror writing competition offered up by wildclaw theater annually (gasps) it's death scribe those writers among you who want to get stuck into things that will be made into audio versions of a live theater production send it to wildclaw look up death scribe and listen to some awesome live shows with live a lot of the time done by the wondrous ellie maitland (laughs) question 16 name one audio fiction show made by rusty quill Of course you have Stella Fama, of course you have the outliers, the inexplicables, which I think is Patreon only still. But you've also got the Magnus Archives. How legendary is that show? Congratulations, Rusty Quill, on making such amazing things and putting a stamp on the British audio fiction scene firmly with extra grrr. Well done. Question 17 Who plays Walter Trouble's mix and who plays Whitney in What's the Frequency? <gasps> ah, Karim Crompley and Tanya Milojevic Two of my favourite voice actors and pals in the audio fiction scene, and uh, they should be employed everywhere. I think both world renowned voice actors there. Go employ them on everything. You're listening on question 18. Who plays Clara Entwistle in Victoriosity? It is, of course, the effervescent and effortlessly wonderful Layla Katip. Hooray for Layla! <laughs> well, goodness gracious, we have come to the end of the quiz. <laughs> how did you do how did you do how you doing how did you do do how did you ping me on, at quirky voices on Twitter with your scores or just let me know if you want to hear any more of these kind of quizzes or you think I should just give up and never do it again to quirky voices at gmail.com and if you tell me your scores I'll mention the highest one sent to me on an indie AF episode in the next few weeks <laughs> please don't lie about your scores but I'll also uh, you know bad scores are welcome as well <laughs> have a boob price and do do listen to all of the shows mentioned here and i will just list them on the show notes if i have time to link them all i will but i don't know i've got a family and i need to eat and i've got a podcast called AF to get out to and I'm never planning anyone for coffee season two and i mean voice acting for other people in a variety of fun projects so i might not get to that but Hazas, i got to say, for flourishing indie audio fiction. And thank you for entertaining me, all you folks what make stuff, do stuff, write it, create it, edit it, voice act for it, compose for it, make the artwork, sing the theme tune. I just love working in this medium and I hope you have had a joyous year too, in spite of the crazy that surround us. So, happy creating. Listen to Indie AF. Tell me, guests, you want to hear on it to quirkyvoices@gmail.com, and happy New Year, you absolute legends! Bye. That, that was, was the A F A F quiz show. I'm sorry for the theme tune. Nah. Get on with your lives. Go live. Go be. Go create. Enjoy yourselves. Ta-ta. <laughs> I mean, it's such an annoying instrument, isn't it? Sorry, I won't use it again. That's enough of that.